Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and today is Sunday, March 21st, 2021. And I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where it is beautiful and breezy, and it's actually still light out, so a little earlier today. I hope you are all having a good weekend. Um, so lots to talk about, lots to say, lots to talk about, lots of things to discuss because <laughs> once again, I'm here to tell you that it was a complicated and difficult week. And as much as I'd like to stop hearing myself say that, I can't lie. I have to be honest with everyone. And I really feel like I've come through another cycle of life and death and resurrection <laughs> in the last week. And that's very Piscean. Um, so we left Pisces yesterday. Yesterday, the sun went into Aries and today Venus went into Aries. But when I last met with you a week ago, we had four planets in Pisces and it was a tidal wave. Um, and remember last week I said, you know, I even called the podcast, you know, swimming through the cosmic waters. And I said, you know, listen, be intuitive. But what I think we got was something very, very complicated. So let me try to dissect this a little bit. Um, I've talked to a number of people after these last few days, and everyone feels like they've been through some major thing during the week. And they've just been through... Uh, a, an experience that was exhausting. Now, uh, Pisces is the end of the zodiac, and Pisces ends, and then we begin anew, we begin with Aries. And Pisces, as I said before, is about surrender and release and atonement, and and it's we're leaving behind something. And so there's a sense of grief, there's a sense of loss, there's a sense of goodbye, because we are saying goodbye to the last zodiacal year. Now, the last zodiacal year includes last March to this March, and that includes everything that's happened. And of course, people are have not been the same because by the time we reached Aries last year, we were all on a different page. We all had to go in the house, stay in the house, um, self-isolate, and all these new terms came up, social distance, self-isolate, you know, pandemic. Well, Pandemic is not a new new word, but it was suddenly on everybody's mind. And so we're saying goodbye to the first year of this. And I think it was much more emotionally complicated than any of us reckoned it would be. Now, I always talk about death anxiety. Death anxiety happens when we are leaving something behind and we are embracing something new. And what we are embracing is a brand new astrological year. And so even though we are like glad in many ways to say goodbye to this first year of pandemia, it, it, it's really, um, it's, it brings up all sorts of stuff. And so there's an unconscious part of us and a collective unconscious part of us that resists the goodbye or gets dragged through the goodbye, kicking and screaming. And what, you know, everybody, remember New Year's Eve, remember how like everybody's, yeah, we're going to say goodbye to 2020, 2021, it's going to be better. Well, you know, actually, it's the, it's the, the calendar that really starts 
astrologically yesterday that we're now we're saying goodbye, you know, now we're saying goodbye to the, to the last year. And, and really the pandemic really got a hold of the world in March. So you could say 2020 sucked, but those first two months were a little bit, you know, okay. And things started to get funny in February last year. But, but my point going back to Pisces is Pisces is where we rest. Pisces is where we sleep, where we dream, where we, uh, there's a matter of atonement and sensitivity and psychic ability and where we tune in. And I think this week has been exhausting. And I think this week, you know, Pisces, you would think, oh, it's just Pisces. We're going to float on through the week. There's still an outer planet there. And Neptune was there. And Neptune felt like, like, okay, things weren't really hitting Neptune anymore, but it still was Neptune. Neptune is still present with three other planets. Now two have moved away. Now things are going to start getting a little bit better. But what, let me, let me use some metaphors and some conversations I had this week. Somebody a couple of days ago, well, actually, was it yesterday? It was yesterday. Somebody told me yesterday that she felt like her week got a hold of by a hurricane and it just twisted her around her whole week around and she got caught in the storm of a hurricane. Now a hurricane is a rainstorm. A hurricane is wind and rain and, and rather Neptunian in that way. And, and I don't think it's like an electrical storm so much. That's more Uranus and it's not an earthquake. That's more Pluto. So Uranus too, but, but she said a hurricane I didn't choose that word. She did. And she didn't really know. And I said there was a lot of Pisces and she happens to have Pisces in her chart and stuff. But, but regardless, she said she felt like her life was taken by a hurricane and sort of just, it just went like, you know what happens in hurricanes. You can't stop the flow of water. You can't stop the wind. You're not going to stand there and saying, wait, you can't blow my house down. Wait, you can't like make my car like get flooded and float down the street. You can't, you can't make a hurricane stop. You just, you go with the water, which is a really astute observation. And I don't think she realized what she was saying when she said it, but it's an astute observation to say some watery storm came through your life and took you in another direction. That's what Neptune does. And you may get in your boat and no matter how hard it is, to like weather the storm, you may get in your boat and want to go from point A to point B and you wind up on point Z. And that's, that's Neptune. Like I explain that to people and when I'm explaining their astrological charts personally, a lot of the time when I say this is, you're getting Neptune and you're getting into the tidal wave. Now I told another story to someone this week, um, metaphorically. So three years ago, I went to a beautiful place here called Pacuare Reserve, which is on the Caribbean coast of Costa Rica. And I went to see the nesting sea turtles. And of course, that's a beautiful thing. And you want to be present for the nesting sea turtle experience. And it happens at night. So I don't think it really happens during the day. We had to go on the beach at night. But because you don't want to scare the sea turtles, there's rules. And these people are very strict about the rules and they adhere to nature rules and they are trying to help nature, not scare nature away. So they have interns at this place that give, um, uh, you know, they, they give their time to 
you know, when the, when the female comes and lays the eggs on the beach, they go in and they take, they reach in and they pull out the eggs and they put them in a hatchery safe, safely so that other animals or poachers don't come and take the eggs away so that the sea turtles continue to thrive and survive. And so we went to see, you know, the sea turtles and you may see one, you may not because it depends on the night and how many turtles are on the beach or if they're on the beach at all. So, um, so when you get to the beach on the Caribbean coast there in, in, uh, Pacuare reserve, you aren't allowed to use a flashlight because you'll scare the turtle away. You have to speak very softly and kind of whisper because you'll scare the turtles away. And you have to be very careful where you're walking because there's pieces of driftwood stuck in the sand and you can walk into one and trip over one, but you can't use your flashlight, okay? So you're on the beach at night without a flashlight and um, without you know, really good vision. And all that's in front of you is the ocean. Okay. So you're walking on the beach and like, say you're walking in one direction and the ocean's on your right or on your left. And all that's in front of you is the ocean. And that particular night, it was foggy and cloudy, yet there were thunderstorms. It, it was like sprinkling a tiny bit, but there wasn't really rain. But the, the lightning was in the clouds. You could see the lightning. And that was the only thing that lit up the sky. So when you're walking on the beach, what's going to give you light is the lightning. <laughs> so what's happening? I'm standing there and I'm looking at this and I'm going, the water was really rough. You're not, we weren't allowed to go in the water like during the afternoon or anything. You are not allowed to go in the water because the, the, it's just too, it's just too rough. And so this is really, really not for people to go swimming or surfing or anything. And so we're walking and I'm observing the rough water and I'm observing the lightning and I'm observing the darkness on the beach and not being able to see and all that's around the fog and clouds and, and a lack of vision. And, and that's Neptune sometimes. Neptune is extraordinarily visionary, but then also it prevents you from seeing clearly because of the clouds, the illusion that's in your way. So what I came away from that experience, I stood there and I thought, my God, you know, I'm an astrologer. I'm going to look at this from an astrological viewpoint. I'm on the beach. The water's rough. The, the lightning's in the sky. is only cloudy. You can't see anything. I can't put on a flashlight. So, but there, we, there was nature, you know. And I just thought, Neptune is terrifying. Neptune can be terrifying because you don't know what you're walking into. So you know how many times I tripped on a piece of driftwood? Now, I am clumsy by nature, but I tripped on a piece of driftwood and went flying a couple of times. I didn't fall. I stopped myself. But it was difficult navigating the beach because you don't have any light. And so, except when there's lightning. <laughs> and that's not fun. That's lightning. It's, it's for a split second, and it's, you know, but it's still lightning. It's like, is it going to rain? Are we going to get struck by lightning? We're right near the water. What's happening here is there's no vision and we are engulfed in an enormous amount of water. And so when my friend said, I feel like a hurricane took me and I remember my experience on the beach, this is what the last few days have been like. And if you were in an engulfment of tears, 
you're not alone. If you felt like you were completely in a fog and you didn't know what direction your life was in, you're not alone. If you felt lost, congratulations. Again, you're not alone. I think that this was a really complicated week and someone used the word brutal to me. Okay, this was a brutal week. This was too much already. Now, Pisces is not a, it's genteel, it's here, it's there, it's, and you think, oh, the artist, the dreamer, the visionary, yeah, <laughs> the, the naked ocean pulling you in, the undertow, this is all frightening, and so when you are on a path, and you can't see two feet in front of you, and you think you know where you're going and you kind of don't because you, you're being fooled by the surroundings, then I have to say that's a Neptunian experience and it is profoundly frightening. And I think a lot of people didn't know where they were going this week, even though two weeks, two weeks ago you might have been absolutely 1,000% certain you knew where you were going. I don't think people knew they where they were going this week. They just got taken they got taken by the undertow. They got taken by the hurricane. They got taken by the rough waters on the beach and during a lightning storm. And I think this was really a complicated emotional week. And thank God we're in fire now. Thank God the sun and Venus are now moved out of Pisces, even though Venus is exalted there. And I think we're all exhausted. And I think we need some fire to help us get motivated and to help us feel like human beings again, because now we have planets in all the elements. We still have things in Earth. We still certainly have things in air because Mars is in Gemini and Jupiter and Saturn are in Aquarius. We have things in water, we know. Uh, Mercury and Neptune are still there, and the moon is in Cancer today. And um, and then we finally have the sun and Venus in fire. So I think we're balanced. I think we're balanced, and we're trying to get our footing back. But I think this week was really just too much. And frankly, I'm quite exhausted. And and that's, that's where we are. Um, people told me, now Pisces is also a, a place where you go to the ashram, you go to meditate, you go to the beach for a walk in nature, or you go someplace and disappear. Okay. You need to disappear for a while. And people have felt like they wanted to disappear. People also told me, and I taught my class yesterday and people said that they wanted to disappear and they just, they did, couldn't muster the energy to go out and see people and be social. And I said, yeah, because you didn't want to extend yourself. And, and Pisces doesn't necessarily extend itself. And if you have Piscean people in your life, unless they have other things going on, they aren't people who extend themselves necessarily. And you might be a Pisces and, and disagreeing with me in your house listening to this right now. But if somebody's got a lot of water in their chart, they're not fire. <laughs> they're not getting up and going. They're swimming. And so this is where we were. We were swimming in the cosmic waters all week, as I said. But this was hard. This is not something where we, any of us had enough energy to get through and be motivated and all psyched and combat and win the day. And no, now we're getting into the warrior energy of Aries. But up until like yesterday, that wasn't happening. And so today's a new day. And Venus went into Aries about 10, 15 a.m. or so Eastern time. And 
In the meantime, Mars, which is in Gemini, is making nice relationship to Saturn, thankfully, and they're talking sweetly to each other. But, you know, this is this is not a time for and you know, it's like, what are you supposed to do? You have to go to work. You have to live your life. You have to experience things that are going on in your day. You have to accomplish stuff. You got to still work. Um, but this is not a time when we have felt like that. And I think we're kind of going to need this next week to recover from it. And I'm hoping that the sun now and it's like sign of exaltation will give us some energy. We are now in the last full week of March. I can't believe it. And we're moving into, uh, you know, a, an area of the zodiac that's going to get more fiery and that's, that's going to inspire us. So, so hopefully we are going to all feel like the energy coming back to us, and hopefully each of us has purpose and feels motivated. Now, another thing that is going on that I think Pisces rules is the unknown. Now, we still have Mercury in Pisces. And remember, Mercury was in Pisces during the pandemic. The beginning of the pandemic, it was retrograde in Pisces. And so Mercury doesn't love being in Pisces. It likes being in Virgo. And it likes being, you know, sure of its um, information. And the information in different places is different. Some people in Europe are still in lockdown and have no vaccine. Some people in certain uh, parts of the United States still have to quarantine very much. And other people don't have that experience at all. In other regions of the United States, it's fine. But, you know, there's still in various parts of the world, everybody, nobody's on the same page anymore. There was a point a year ago when everybody had to be on the same page and everybody went into lockdown. And that's not the case. And I think it's very confusing, Pisces, for a lot of people. And so we're remembering last year when Mercury was retrograde in Pisces and the confusion that ensued. And I think that some people are so eager to get back to life that they just are just doing it. And I think on a certain level, we don't really know where we're going. So there's still two planets in Pisces. Neptune's going to be there for a long time. But I think clarity eludes us. And I'm hoping that with the sun in Aries, we are going to get more clear on where we're going. Um, so that's that's what uh, my hope is for the coming weeks. Um, in the meantime, we have still have, you know, Jupiter and Saturn to contend with in Aquarius, and they are asking us to do something different and innovate. And when we don't have energy to innovate, it's been um, a little hard and we'll, you know, to get motivated when you didn't have fire in the sky, when you have too much water. Um, the balance now should be bringing us to a place where we are feeling a whole lot um, of you know, shift of change. And the other thing that's going to happen um, in the next week is that Mars is going to get past the north node of the moon. So the north node, which is in Gemini, and the south node, which is in Sagittarius, are sort of these, have been these boundaries where the entire planetary system is between the North Node, the South Node. It's all happening between Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, and Taurus. And Gemini a little bit because of Mars. Excuse me, what does that mean? It means that 
all of the planets are on one side of the zodiac and not reaching the other side of the zodiac. So anything through the second half of uh, Gemini through the first half of Sagittarius, there's no planets, except occasionally the moon flies through there. And other than that, everybody's hiding on one side. Now, this is very karmic. This is not something where we feel like we are um, coming out enough. We feel like we've, since last autumn, we're, we're talking about since November or so where, you know, planets were in Sagittarius. And that's been now months, you know, three, four months. And it's really a, an interesting dynamic because I think people are weary of the same old thing over and over again. And Mars is going to come out of the North Node on Saturday, or Friday, Saturday. And that's going to make a big difference, I think, too. Martha's Mar Mars is going to hit the North Node, and it's going to um, walk over it. And then we're going to, I think, really start to feel more motivation. Mars rules Aries. Mars is the ruler of where we are right now in the sky. So I think that the motivation is going to start increasing as the week goes on. And I think we're going to notice a difference in direction for all of us because the North Node is the direction we're supposed to be going to, which is in Gemini right now, communication, thinking, thought, articulation, um, reaching out. And Mars going over that is going to help us communicate more, hopefully more clearly, and think more clearly in these coming weeks and months. So once Mars, the, the leader, <laughs> the planet that likes to be the leader, steps out and takes that risk, like Mars likes to do, and steps out of the bracket of the north and south node, then that's over. What we've gone through these last four months is finished. So this one section of things sort of being crowded together and not moving, it's like people who won't come out of their house. It's like there's a whole street full of people or a whole city of people that won't come out of their house. And suddenly one brave person decides to come out and say, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to see what, I'm going to test the waters and see what the outside world is like. And I think what this is describing is that people are starting to go out and do things like they used to and test the waters and see what life is like. And I just told you that it's not on the same page everywhere. It's not on the same page in certain places in Europe or, or here in Costa Rica or places in like in New Jersey, it's different than say, you know, California. It's, it's very different everywhere. And so I think some brave souls are starting to go out and test the waters. However, we still don't have enough information and we still don't know enough. So I believe that all those planets that are staying where they are up in the early parts of the Zodiac and the late part of the, the Zodiac, um, you know, anything in Aries or Taurus is the early part of the Zodiac. That it's going to be a while other than the moon for another planet to come over that point. Okay. It's going to be a couple of months before anything else goes over the North Node. So Mars is the brave one. But then, like the others, Venus, Mercury, they'll they'll get there, the Sun. But it's going to be a couple months. So I'm glad Mars is moving in this direction and that Mars is going to sort of help us find our courage and find our energy and our verve and our zeal and our chutzpah to kind of go out and... and make things a little more um, 
comfortable for ourselves and, and start stepping out of stepping out of the overly familiar and out into the unknown a little bit more. And Mars is the brave one, remember. So I think it's appropriate that Mars's bravery is with us during this time and that we are experiencing time um, that is going to, somebody's going to test the waters. Somebody's going to go out and, and um, bring us some, back some information, because Mars is in Gemini, about what it's like to like really go out there and and make some things happen. So um, there, there you have it. In the meantime, so as the moon has entered Cancer, the moon will be in Cancer tomorrow and Mon uh, Tuesday. And then it will go into Leo at uh, around 6 p.m. Eastern time. And but it's going to be void most of the day. Like it's going to go void around 1130 in the morning after it opposes Pluto because the moon opposes Pluto. It's opposing Capricorn. And so it's going to be void for a good portion of Tuesday. It's Tuesday evening. It won't be void. Um, Wednesday the 24th, uh, moon will be in Leo all day and like just talking to Saturn a little bit. And, you know, and then eventually Jupiter on, on Thursday because you know, remember, it's Leo versus Aquarius, which is where Jupiter and Saturn are. And then it on Thursday, the moon um, will leave our friends in Leo and go into our friends of Virgo, 11, like 1130 at night, Eastern time. But, but it's going to be void from like 930 in the morning. So it's like mostly void in Leo all day on Thursday, once it opposes Jupiter. And then it's, you know, just it's a new day it's a new day on friday when the moon is in virgo but the sun and venus are coming together on thursday and that is a very lovely aspect we like when the sun and venus come together they usually do it at least once a year sometimes more but we're having a nice sun venus day and that's great because that's going to give us some energy that's going to that's you know venus and the sun have just both entered aries and water after the other but it's interesting because they don't exactly meet until late on wednesday so enjoy that um it's inviting us to be social yay so start if you can socialize a little bit that's that's a good thing and um you know wednesday thursday and that's really like a new appropriately um, new feeling. It's like there's some energy in the sky. I, I like that. I'm, I'm happy for that. Um, and then the moon is in Virgo for the rest of the week until Saturday when it goes into Libra. And it will go void in the evening on Saturday before it goes into Libra. Um, but it's going to be void um for quite a while um for like six hours or so and then in libra and we have a full moon in libra on the 28th next sunday so it's the sun in aries opposite the moon in libra and that is a very uh nice strong different uh, full moon. We're not in all that Aquarius. We're not in all that Pisces. We're talking about Aries and Libra. This is cardinal energy. This is the energy of initiation. So we, it's going to be like, a, you know, in the afternoon, technically, like, 
3 in the afternoon Eastern time. And it's also the first day of Passover next Sunday. But interesting, you know, just because the full moon happens at 3 in the afternoon doesn't mean that Friday night, I mean, Saturday night and Sunday night, you're not going to see it. It's going to be full. Um, if you're going to do a ritual for the full moon, I would say Sunday night rather than Saturday night. Um, it's very interesting because um, Venus is going to be close to the sun and uh, the moon and it will be opposite. So this is a full moon where it's like sun Venus are very close together, opposing the moon or the moon is opposing them. And so Venus is involved in this full moon. And so that's creative. Venus rules Libra and she's in the opposite sign of Aries. So this is, this is kind of a Venusian beauty oriented little bit of va va voom full moon. So, um, be a little mysterious, be a little playful, be a little flirtatious if you can. Um, hopefully it will be a bit of a fun full moon. Interesting that we're finally getting out of like the full moons um, that contain outer planets. <laughs> no more like new moon, full moon. Oh, it's with Pluto. It's with, you know, Neptune. It's with Uranus. No, no, we haven't hit Uranus yet. But, but right now, this is okay. <laughs> this is okay. This is, I like this Aries Libra. It's different energy. It's cardinal energy. And we need some of that right now. We, we had too much of it last year. We had way too much cardinal energy. Now it's all fixed. And, and, and now we need to kind of get the initiation moving, get the, get the ideas rolling, get the, get the motivation up and running. And, that full moon should help us a whole lot. It's, it's playful. It's good. I like the fact that it's with Venus. Um, it's, you know, the sun and Venus are together opposite the moon. That's great. That's a little, that's a little more fun and festive and, you know, it's good for women get togethers, female full moon circles. Um, maybe people still do that on zoom. Um, however, but it's, it's actually something, uh, you know, that we should honor the goddess that day, okay? So if you are up for that, I suggest honoring the goddess and welcoming her into your home. And um, and I think that's a lovely way to begin next week. Um, and I will be on again next Sunday, and we'll talk about the full moon and what that feels like. But in the meantime, I'm encouraged by the amount of Aries and... Uh, you know, and then we're going to have Leo this week. I'm encouraged by the amount of fire that we're getting. Um, today there were a lot of aspects going on with Mercury talking to Uranus, with Mars talking to Saturn, all much more nicely than what we've been used to. I think we are in a fresh moment, and I like that. I, I'm up for fresh energy for the new week. Um, I told you I'm exhausted, so I'm with the rest of you who feel that way, and I'm with the rest of you who feel like they couldn't navigate this past week very well because it was, um, it was felt like you were being engulfed. Um, but that's I'm your human barometer here. I'm the one that's supposed to report back to you. So. I can promise you the week ahead is going to be different. It's going to feel different. We're moving past all of this, um, you know, too many planets in one sign feeling, and we are getting more balanced in the sky. And, I, and my wish for everyone this week is that they feel balanced in their lives and they feel 
um, a sense of renewed energy and motivation. And on that note, I wish you a beautiful week. And I love all of you for listening. Thank you. Much gratitude. And if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, may your spring be beautiful and may the birds be singing as they are here right now. And um, may you start to see the first little shoots of the crocuses come up through the earth. And that's, that is indeed the energy of Aries, that, that bold little sprout coming up out of the earth and that when you see that remind yourself that this is this is the energy that we're all taking on right now that that um boldness to go forward so i'm deb mcbride this is the golden astrologer podcast if you'd like a session with me just go to the golden astrologer.com and click on book online and my instagram is available the golden astrologer where you can see uh videos about astrology that i make or a little quips and little uh, presentations about astrology um, every day or every other day and come visit me at twitter at at deb astrology and um, hopefully we will see each other next week much love and gratitude to all and thank you for listening beautiful week ahead